Philly 1067 the fan. But sometimes people get out of the studio, they come back in here, they gotta talk to everybody. Drab is assistant program manager, I think, something like that. Tell him to stop talking to JP when the hell he gotta come on the radio. Handle your show, Drab. Closing the door because we're talking in the in the damn hallway, but you're gonna hold our guy because outside trying to talk. Talk to him at two o'clock, two two fifteen. The one thing we've established, Beamich, on this show is that Drab is mad with power. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna I'm gonna DDT him. That was what the guy was to be doing. DDT. Jake the Snake, Jake Diamond the Dallas snake. Page. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, Diamond Dallas did it too, but Jake the Snake won it. Diamond Dallas did the Diamond Cutter, right? Didn't but he Jake the move Snake it up? was a bad body dude, wasn't he? Uh, you'll be stunned that I did lose track of time there. I apologize, uh, boys. I'm like, I told you three times, and then Drab kept talking. The way you were pointing at the chair, I thought you, like, got me something. And I was, like, looking for – usually if B-Mitch is like, yo, check this out, there's, like, a bottle of bourbon or something floating around. So I was excited, and it just meant, no, idiot, time to get to work. So thank you, Brian. <laughs> Good morning. Um, What's up, brother? I think you could probably hear the difference. Maybe I'm wrong. But me and Brian are back in studio holding it down in the Navy Yard. Well, they, I sound the same. How do I sound? Beamish is not back I'm in studio. Here, He's man. been in studio. That's a good point. Um, I got a beer with PFT yesterday oh, before, before I was flying out. And he's like, he's like, oh, so you're leaving right now? I was like, yeah, man, I got to get back. And he's like, all right, well, give me Beamish's number. I'm going to see if he wants to hang out tonight. I was like, sure, but he's in Virginia right now. <laughs> he's convinced he's hung out with you at the Combine before. So uh, I, it might have, I don't know. Do with that what you want. Um, there's plenty, plenty, plenty for us to discuss. Does he think I'm somebody else? <laughs> no, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't that, think that, so. The dude with the hair, yeah, that's who he hung out with. I, my guess is we all hung out at a Super Bowl, and he's just kind of confusing the two. Yeah, it could be. Because, like, the Miami Super Bowl, if you remember, we all went to that party at that car dealership. That, and there were, like, Ferraris everywhere. Then we went to another thing. Did he come out and, um... Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Northside Tavern. Yeah. We had some nights. Atlanta's where my wife called me and said, you have to come home. You look bloated and drunk. That's why you got to stop posting so many pictures. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to teach you one day. You'll learn one day. Don't, don't ever incriminate yourself. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right. I want to talk about this report card yesterday from the NFLPA. Um, and, and I want to start on perhaps clarifying some things. This is players, okay? This isn't the media, anybody that thinks there's an agenda or this is a, a anti-Snyder, any of that, you are incorrect. This yeah. is players and the Players Association. Let, let me just, I'm, I've heard three retractions this week. And now I'm hearing all these people that act as if this is the league, somebody else said it, or other team players are saying stuff. The retractions that I heard about statements that were presented, none of them addressed the actual statements that were presented. It answered something that didn't have anything to do with it. And, and that's, been, that's been taught and been proven that if you just start talking about something, people forget what the, what the initial thing was and they start going along with what you said. And I think Washington has, has mastered that. But this report that came out yesterday is about people that are inside your building that gave grace. Last season. This is 10 years ago. People that are inside your building, okay? Now, let's remember this as well. A lot of the people that were inside your building last season, they came from other teams. And so they have a base point to 
compared to. So I don't care if it's our people on our station, 106.7 or, or 980 or other people around the country. Nobody really gives a damn what you think about the report. If you have any sense and you are a person who basically are involved with that franchise, you need to be concerned about what your people think about your damn facility, what they feel about how you treat their families, what they think about how all of your stuff is compared to others around the league. This is not about reports. Like people, oh, it doesn't make a difference. I always felt when you are more comfortable and you have a belief and you think somebody give a damn about you, you perform a lot better. So I totally agree with you. So let's let's run through kind of the facts of the matter. And then I want to try to provide some clarity because there's some stuff I know. I talked to a number of former players, current players after this came out, just via text message and a couple phone calls. Um, and I do think there's some confusion here. I tried to point some of that stuff out on social media, but let's let's start with just the facts, okay? Okay. The NFLPA, and I, I bumped into an NFLPA official yesterday after this came out when I was still in Indy, and I said, oh, man, your survey is uh, getting some attention, and they said, good. We're trying to shine a light on the people doing it right and shine a light on the people doing it wrong, mm-hmm. and that was all that was said. There was no specific this team, that team, but the NFLPA wants it known what teams are taking care of players and what teams aren't. Mm-hmm. The NFLPA is the NFL Players Association. Every player in the NFL is a member. This is the union. This is the players' union. That is, their goal is to protect players. 1,300 players provided information to share with one another about their current club to not only help them make important career decisions, but also help raise standards across the league. I am reading from the report. You can find all of this on their website at NFLPA.com. This is all public. One of our core jobs as a union is to improve the overall working conditions for our players, which includes the daily experience of players at the team facilities away from the lights and cameras. Our goals were to highlight positive clubs, identify areas that could use improvement, and highlight best practices and standards. To learn more about the background of this initiative, you can read a letter, okay? There's 32 teams in the NFL. Yeah. 32. Yeah. There are eight divisions with or eight divisions with four teams in each. There are two conferences, 16 teams each. 32 teams. Mm-hmm. The commanders ranked dead last. 32nd out of 32nd. I'm going to read. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to read the grades, landfill, and you can provide the sound effects. And then I want to get into each specific thing, what I know to be true. What I where there are a few areas where I think there's some confusion. Treatment of families. The commanders finished tied for 29th, which is tied for last with a grade of F. Team travel. I didn't even know this was possible. They finished 32nd with an F minus. You know, that's some of the grades you had in college. B, I, I honestly was thinking about this. I, I had some, some rough classes. Had to redo some stuff. Had to take 32 credits my last semester of college just to get out on time. Wow. I don't think I ever got an F minus, man. <laughs> F minus, Landfill? Jeff, you ever get an F minus? I've never had a D. 
find that hard to believe. Layville, F minus? You ever got you no, ever no, logged one no. of those? Jeff's dad would have put them things on him. True. I uh, I I dropped the class before <laughs> it could become official. Yeah, just, just take the incomplete. Yeah. Duh. All right. Uh locker room. I spent a lot of time in this locker room. Can't say I'm stunned by this. Locker room, 32nd out of 32 teams, F minus. Let me add this. They've made significant progress on that locker room in the last 10 years. And But I would say this. If you made significant progress and you're still 32nd, are you making progress to basically Im- to, to improve or just to like, – like a lot of people, like you could have – like we look in, in – like we always talk about our studio. If they We're come in, in here – This come studio in here gets an F- And throw some paint on the bottom part of the walls. You really didn't change much in the damn studio, did you? It's not going to change what, the way you feel about it. So when they go and do little things, it's not enough. Keep remembering, the people that filled out this survey are guys that are on the football team. Right. That a lot of them came from other teams. I know, like, I could bring – listen, my college is not the biggest college in the world. I'll put everything in my college facility against anything over there, and they won't beat them in nothing. Let's keep going through the grades because there's this notion. I, I'll never understand, like, and I think it's a small minority of fans that are like, oh, man, they're just spoiled. <laughs> Whether they are or not, all they are are measuring against what their peers are doing. Yeah. So it's what the entire league is. And if you go First look, of all, so the fans, the fans that complain when they go to FedEx, you're spoiled. Shut up and just accept it if you want the player to shut up and accept it. All right. I think of the same thing, isn't it? I have one more F minus B, <laughs> if you could believe it. We've got three F minuses and an F. Uh, the training room, F minus, tied for 30th, tied for last. I'm working my way up, Landini. I'm on my way up. Training staff, D, 31st. Who was last in that? I'll have to check. All right. Food service slash nutrition. And I'm going to try to clarify some stuff on this, but food service slash nutrition got a D plus tied for 18th. Landville, you, you might need a better noise because that D plus is damn near the top of the list here. <laughs> Weight room, C plus, tied for 22nd. Okay. Meh. All right. I'll take that. Get the lasers ready. Strength coaches, A-plus, tied for first. Um, I, I tweeted out about Chad Englehart, who is the team's head strength coach. He, I meant to ask you this. I think Chad went to southeastern Louisiana. Yeah. UL was southwestern Western. before yeah, he, he went, renamed it. He went where my uh, my nephew went to school at. Where, what town is that? Hammond. Hammond. All right. What is their mascot? I don't know what the hell they are. Jeff, let's see if you can figure that out when you're done stretching that neck out, bud. Didn't wasn't Chad Englehart the dude that like went viral one year at the combine because he was like smacking dudes on the so stomach? I saw Chad yesterday during at, the bench press. I saw him yesterday at the combine, and I had tweeted about him like, "Hey, you know, Commanders fans should note that Chad Englehart has been the strength coach here for a long time. Players love him, and like he gets asked to come to the combine to run the bench press because young players love him." And so the the clip you're talking about, Landfill, I talked to him about it yesterday, was Ed Oliver. If you remember, um, 
I think he came out of Houston, if I'm recalling, and the Bills drafted him, has been a big part of that Bills pass rush, and Oliver asked him to do that, to slap him, kind of punch him while he's benching, and apparently Chad told me the story that Oliver asked him to do it three times, and I guess Chad did it four, and this is, you know, years later after Oliver's been in the NFL and they ran into each other, and he said, man, I told you only to do it three, and Chad said, man, that first one was just a love tap. (laughs) Oliver went on to post his personal record, get drafted. Everything worked out pretty well. Englehart is loved. I don't know if anybody saw this, but Will Compton, um, former commanders, Redskins linebacker, went on to play for the Raiders and Titans. Probably more famous now for being a podcaster than his playing days. Compton quote tweeted me and said, looks like not that much has changed in Ashburn. Chad Englehart's still the best thing they got going up there. So, But think about it. A guy that was in that building still promote that they did not have good facilities. You have to understand that. Totally. And and I want to be crystal clear about this before we kind of go in line by line. They're the Lions. What's that? Southeastern Louisiana. Devil Lions? The Lions. The Lions. All right, go Lions. Rumi the Lion is their mascot, though. Okay, perfect. Whoever's that. I like that B was able to track that down before Jeff. Um, Jeff is looking at Instagram. stories. Instagram or TikTok. Jeff, we can't. I can't see that. All right, thank <laughs> Jeff. I can't see what you're showing me or hear what you're telling me, but I appreciate the effort, buddy. Um, this is not a Ron Rivera problem. This is not a Jason Wright problem. Now, are, they're the guys there now, and they they're certainly part of the of the stew of blame. But I I don't look at. The current situation. This is probably 15 plus years of neglect and not in reinvesting. This is about facilities. And when you talk about top notch travel, top notch food, top notch family care, that's about spending money. And that is something the organization has not done. That is attributable to ownership. But just like, but just like the stadium where they were thinking about, oh, we're going to move out the stadium, we're not going to invest. Do you not think that's been the same mindset with some other stuff as of late? Now, you got to understand, totally. people have been around this thing now for three, four years, and I think you can make a hell of a difference in three or four years in a lot of places. So you, you have to understand that for everybody that wants this, the problem is I think we are so defensive here in Washington now. Every time something comes out, we want to dispel the story before we can even pay attention to I it. I don't understand trying to dispel this. There are this players, players that are saying we need better. Now, I think it was Rick Snyder yesterday saying, oh, it doesn't make a difference. Back in the day, nobody won't hear about back in the day, okay? Let's, let's just take, I'm going to give you one little thing about back in the day. The players back in the day are not these pampered, spoiled-ass kids today. So just every parent out there, look in your house. Are your kids anything like you were? Could you have questioned your parents like your kids questioned you? Do you have to go buy the stuff for your kids? Your parents told you, hell, with that, you better go get you a job. Those things happen. So it does matter. The kid today need to have things a certain way or they're not producing for you. So when you try to sit there and compare, it's a waste of damn time. So let's realize when Washington was winning back in the day, yes, they were at old Redskin Park. But you know what? They were still treated. Players, I told you, Coach Gibbs told everybody in the building, make sure the players are happy. Because if they're happy, they perform well. They win, everybody get paid well. And today, it's obvious based off of this damn report, the players are not happy. 
So I told you at one point, everybody treated the players like they were special. That's the biggest asset on, a, on any NFL football team. The players are the largest asset because if they're doing their job at a high level, everybody looks good. Right now, I have, I have been around that damn building. The salespeople think they're bigger than the players. That ain't happening ever. So stop treating them as if you're bigger, then maybe you'll see some changes around it. But work needs to be done. And, and I'll add this, Brian, and I'm curious if you agree with me. Football teams, I'd even say athletic teams, they can take on the personality of a dump. They can take on the personality of bad facilities and, and say, we're going to fight through this together. If you have a winning culture and you're able to rally around nobody believes in us, nobody takes care of us, all we have is what's in this room, that sort of thing, that can work. But culturally— but that, that needs to be outside of the building, other nobody cares about us. It can't be inside your building. Right. You, you've seen over time— Teams rally around all sorts of different things. But this concept of, like, spoiled modern athletes, it, you could think that if you if you think that's necessary. But these kids coming out of small colleges have elite facilities. Go to the high schools. Somebody please drive to St. John's on Military Road in Northwest D.C. You don't, don't even go there. Go to public schools. Have dope turf fields and new locker rooms. Go to the St. James where these kids in eighth grade are playing hockey tournaments <laughs> and flag football tournaments and go see what the gym looks like with the rock climbing wall. <laughs> to think that everything, so not everything is but spoiled. It's just thing, modernized. But, but, but let's, let's be real, Jay. Every article per se is written. You know what it talks about? Spoiled athletes. Now you want to act like, oh, they just, no, no, no. They've been that. We make them feel that way. It's not making it to a problem now. But it's not about the athletes being sport. It's about the fact that you are not giving them the same level that everybody else has. But you want them to compete against them at a high level. Beamich, it's not athletes. The whole world. What's, we talk about um, health and, and fitness problems in America. Make people take the stairs. Like, like, I, I mean, do it every day. An, an escalator's broken and you close the escalator. Everybody has to take the elevator. Just turn it off and walk. I do it. it. It's it's the modernization of everything. Yeah. And, and so to try to be dismissive of we this. We as adults are spoiled too. Totally. We're going to go through this line by line. Because there are a couple things that I want to point out that I think the questions from players I talked to were a little confusing. But we also got to point out the glaring, glaring, glaring inefficiencies and insufficiencies that the commanders operate within. Don't go anywhere.